Thank y'all for tuning in to the Josh Terry Podcast. Uh, once again, if it still sounds weird, we're at the house. <laughs> uh, so, air messed up again at the studio. As I was going to Nashville, if you haven't heard this sad story yet, and I have just decided that until the air gets fixed, we are just going to record at the house. And honestly, I'll be moving in the next month or two. Uh, so since I'll be moving and we've been moving to something bigger and better, um, yeah, there's just no sense in putting a lot of money and effort into it right now. But before I read the sponsors names for this month too, by the way, I want to say thank you to Woody Butts Properties, uh, especially to Mr. Woody and Sonia over there. Y'all have been such a big help for the past three years. Uh, October the 1st was the first recorded episode of 2020 of the Josh Terry podcast and it was because of y'all's niceness and everything that we got it going over at the studio. And I just really appreciate it. It's been a great three years with you guys. And uh, I'm just grateful. Y'all Y'all really done a lot for me. Um, also, who's done a lot for me is our sponsors for this month. 3B Construction and Roofing, Your Choice Healthcare, Lori's Dive-In, DPF Alternatives, Nobles Networking, Project K9 Hero, Cottonfield Grill, Pearl Promoting, Back Road Park and Event, venue cashman's pub down yonder hat co and deep south chemicals we have not finished doing the ads obviously for this month yet so until we get done with that you just guys are going to get to hear that shit so if y'all have noticed uh i have been in kind of a funk lately and i'm all about mental health obviously half this show now is about mental health and it should be we should bring attention to mental health every day on the daily and we should normalize it. And the conversations that I've had with people the past couple weeks and everything, uh, I have just been leaning on doing a show like this to where it's just me, and I'm gonna talk to y'all about some things today that I would like for a lot of y'all to work on. And a lot of it is cutting out toxic. Toxic people, toxic things in your life. And like you get to a point, you just don't wanna be toxic anymore. You get to a point to where it's not cute to be toxic. You get to a point to where, hey, it might work for other people, but it doesn't work for me. And lately, that's how I've been. I haven't want to have a lot of drama or bullshit on here. So I just haven't spoke about a lot of it. And then this past week, uh, I had a huge blow up with a, a family member, my mother, um, over something incredibly fucking stupid. And I was like, you know what I'm gonna do? Instead of doing old Josh Terry shit to where I would get on here and I would just go over every fucking bad thing that happened there to be a learning experience to people, I decided to sit back 
and make it to where I wanted to talk to you people about how much better it feels to be able to cut the toxic out of your life. Um, for me, it has been a long time coming with my mother, to be honest with you. We've never seen eye to eye. We do not have a good relationship. Um, I know that a lot of y'all are going to be like, you're going to regret that one day and all this kind of shit. And you, you, you might be right. You might be right. But regardless of who it is in your life, if they're constantly going at you or constantly making you pissed off and just doing something negative that riles you up, then it's not a good, healthy relationship anyway. And I would like to make that shit right one day. But when you know you're not the wrong, like you're not the person that's in the wrong in the situation, you just, you kind of just have to move on from it. And what I used to would have done, I used to would have made a long ass Facebook post bashing my mama. Uh, or I would have just vented to a lot of people and I would have made it to where it took up my whole day. It took up my whole weekend. It took up my whole week. I would have let her control how I was feeling just because of a disagreement. Now, there's a difference in wrong and right. But a disagreement and people just having two different points of views, there's no reason in the world why someone ought to just be hateful and mean. Now, if you were to ask her, I'm definitely the hateful mean one, right? <laughs> I'm definitely the asshole. But if y'all have ever heard me say this, I really do truly believe it. You come in this world alone and you leave this world alone. It is your job to make everybody in that middle, in that dash, and yourself as happy as possible. You know, eventually your parents turned on their parents. And I don't mean like turned on them like went against them. I meant that eventually your parents chose to make themselves happy regardless of what their parents thought. My daughter one day will decide that she's going to make herself happy. I hope she does anyway, despite my feelings. Um, and that's what we should do. That's what we all should strive for is to be happy. And sometimes you have to let family members go. You have to let friends go. You have to let people that you thought were just your best friends growing up. Like you have to let them go because they're not supplying happy to you anymore. And man, I'm just, I'm tired of being around people who don't invest in my happiness. Because if you're one of my friends and you're somebody that I very much love and care about, I invest in your happiness. I spend time trying to make things in your life work. I don't want to be a burden towards you. I don't want to cause issues towards you. I want to be part of what makes your life better. And the second that something in my life is going to where, oh, I can figure out right here where the negativity is coming from. I can figure out where the toxic is coming from. I can figure out where the disconnect is coming from. When that happens, I cut you the fuck out. I have to. I have no choice. Uh, I was having the conversation with somebody this weekend, and it's like, if, you're, if you don't realize this, you know, Life short as it is anyway. You never know when your number is going to get called. I don't want to be miserable today and tomorrow be my last day. I don't. I want to start making myself happy now. I want to start living the life that I want to live now because you might not get a chance to tomorrow. And, you know, a lot of people don't think it in that way. A lot of people will think, 
You know, I've heard alcoholics say this before. Uh, not alcoholics. I should just say people that drink heavy. Because at one point in time, I had this mindset too. It was, you know what? I'm going to enjoy my 20s. And then about the time I hit 40, I'm going to get right with God. I'm going to get right with my career. All this kind of stuff. But what if you never make it to your 40s? What if you never make it to then? And I had to start being happy with myself. If I'm going to drink and I'm going to go out and I'm going to be wild, I have to be happy with the person I am today. I'm not looking for tomorrow anymore. I'm worried about now. And that is where this conversation really comes from is, you know, I posted some videos last week. And for all those who do not know, I am not a lineman. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Even to the point to where I made the videos with such satire to where it was obvious that they were not real. Uh, I definitely do not work for the EMC in any county. Uh, the hard hat that I had on was a DDS hat. Um, that's not even in Georgia. Well, Department of Driver Services is, but this is like something in New York that somebody left at the studio. Um, but anyway. For those who don't know, my granddaddy, uh, my papa, he was like the president of the EMC. And I had his shirts on in the video. Well, I made it clear to anybody who thought I was a lineman that I was not. And for those who don't know, and you haven't seen the videos yet, last year there was a shit ton of drama around linemen going down to Florida uh, or wherever it was. And them uh, being on Tinder and them... <laughs> messing around on their old ladies to the point to where it blew up all over TikTok and, and social media. And I was making a joke about it, but I also made another video from the wife's perspective too. So I did, I did both sides of it and it was funny. And like, I don't know, I think it's like 400,000 people or something have seen it and like 30,000 have shared it. So like a lot of people thought it was funny. There was no hate on it or whatever. Somebody might have said, my mother said it was sacrilegious because I said, oh Lord, I pray or whatever. But it's obvious that it's a joke. You know, I can't stand that we live in a world now to where you can't make jokes like you used to anymore. You go listen to Richard Pryor. You go listen to Chappelle. Um, Pete Davidson, if y'all didn't know this, Pete Davidson's dad died in 9-11. Uh, if I'm not wrong, he was a firefighter, and he died in 9-11. Pete Davidson deals with that grief by making jokes about 9-11. I don't think that making jokes about 9-11 is the funniest thing ever since people died. But if that is how someone grieves and that is how someone does whatever, then it's okay with me. I mean, that's how that person is adjusting. Now, we all have dark humor. Um, you know, one thing that I like to say a, a lot uh, you know, I do miss my papa terribly, but I, I say now, and it's just a joke. Anybody that would know my papa would know that it's not real uh, or my family, but it'd be like, oh, now that my papa's gone, I can bring a black girl home. That's just a joke. It's a bad joke to my mother, but to everybody else, they're like, oh, that's funny. Like, that's, that's funny. And it's just, it's satire. It's not real. It's so over the top that you can tell that it's not real. And... That being said, that's when she had saw the videos because they got shared so much and she called bitching. And I was, instead of me blowing up and instead of me being mad, like I said, for a couple of days, I made one phone call after I hung up on her and I blocked her. And like, I decided, I called my dad and I made it clear to my dad that if my mother ever wanted to speak to me again, she could go through him. Uh, 
But it is, it wasn't just my mother. It could have been anybody. I'm 30. I'll be 36 next week. I'll be 36 in five days. It is my job to make me and Gracie happy and anybody that is in my circle happy. I don't go out, even if I disagree with something that somebody's doing, and try to make them feel bad. I don't sit there and look at what somebody else is putting on their social media and being like, oh, you know what I got to do? I got to attack them. I don't know what's in their heart. I don't know what's in their shit. Like, I don't know if they meant it from a place of hate, malice, or if they're just trying to be funny and it didn't come off that way to me. That's why you just leave shit like that alone. You don't sit there and constantly belittle somebody just for having a different point of view on life than you do. And that is where I had to make the decision that I'm going to pick my peace. Peace is my number one priority. I don't care. It's not money. It's not relationships. It is peace. I want to be happy. While I'm here on this earth, I'm going to do my damnedest to make myself happy. And when my number gets called one day, I want to look back and I want to say, you know what? I don't care if I had a lot. I don't care if I had a million dollars in the bank. I don't care about a lot of things, but I lived a happy life. And, you know, that, that is where over the past couple of years I've just changed. I used to would have raised immortal hell at a situation like this. Um, even here recently, uh, I have a friend that I very much love, and I tried to give them advice on something, and I realized when I was giving them advice on something that I was giving them advice as if I was going to be in their shoes, but I'm not in their shoes. And I realized then, after I got off the phone with them, and I talked to them about this several times actually, it was where I decided I'm excluding myself from this. I'm excluding myself from giving people in my circle real advice anymore because I kind of look like the toxic one then. I kind of look like the one that thinks that they know more than everybody else. And, you know, there's been a lot of lessons I've had to learn in life the hard way. And I think that's where the best lessons are learned. So I've, I've had to kind of change my mindset on that, too. I try to be big brother to a lot of these younger people that I'm around. And it, it's not that I don't want to be there for them and support them, because I'm going to. But at the same time, it's like, hey, look, if you're going to make a bad decision, make a bad decision. Maybe something good comes from it. Most of the good things in my life have came from making bad decisions. Uh, going to jail and being in a rehab detention center as a young man, uh, 18 or 19 years old, um, you know, that was a big learning experience. You know, for all those who don't know this, uh, I was probably, I had to be 23 because um, Gracie wasn't born yet. Uh, I made some very bad life decisions, some horrible life decisions. And I had to go away to a rehab detention center for like, I want to say 60 days, maybe 60 days. So part of why Gracie's pregnant, or Brooke's pregnant with Gracie, I'm at a rehab detention center. And like, it wasn't no super big charges. It was a violation of probation, like some dumb shit. But like... It was where I had a wake-up moment to where it's like, look, I'd rather dig ditches. I'm not going to be the guy that spends the rest of his life in prison. I'm not going to keep going down this road. I'm not going to keep making bad decisions. And if it wasn't for 
those bad things that I did, I don't even think I'd be the dad I am today. Uh, I always like to tell Gracie that that the state of Georgia couldn't make a man out of me, but she did. And it's the truth. Like, wanting to be a good father made me who I am. But I had to watch, like, my parents not be the best parents. So that was a hard lesson to learn. And me giving advice to people is just really not... Look, I can sit here and tell y'all what I would love for y'all to try, but I want you to try it. I want you to try what works for you. I just share what has worked for me, what has helped me. And, you know, there's even some people that I'm doing business with now. Like, I, I love the fact that they listen to me, but at the end of the day, I want them to make their own decisions. I want them to be so happy with what they're doing, they don't concern themselves with me. And the opinions of me, you know, uh, I've tried to push this to several people that I know. And it is where, Hey, look, I've got here by trusting my gut. I've got here by doing things the way that I thought I ought to do them. And I don't want anybody to succeed not doing that. There's a couple things that, you know, I wish I could go back and change, there was a couple episodes that I've done that were just, they're just belittling. Like they're just, I don't, I don't even know. They were for clickbait pretty much. There were some folks that I had on that I kind of wish I wouldn't have had on, you know? And I really hate that I was ever like that. Um, now the show stands by itself. You know, now the show is where we don't have to do that shit no more. I mean, just look at the past month. You know, Jason Michael Carroll, Ashley Cook. Um, we had a huge round at Live Oak with Chad Prather and Bobby Pinson and Fair and Rachels and Jenna LeMaster and all my buddies. Like, some of the most talented people want to do the show now. And if I was still doing clickbait shows, you know, I, I wouldn't be where I'm at. Um, I just wouldn't be here and I'm glad I don't do that no more I'm glad I don't have to air dirty laundry to get you guys to make it where this is my living you know this is where you guys have made it to where I know I say it all the time but you don't realize how grateful I am I don't have to do manual labor anymore like I, I don't have a skill understand that uh, if this shit falls through for me tomorrow, I got to go back and I got to punch a clock in, in radio. Like I'll get a job in radio. I'm not really worried about it, but that there's going to day come. You don't really get a fucking pension with that. You don't really get a retirement with that. Not unless you're with a really big station and like my bills would be paid, but I wouldn't be able to do the things I do now. I wouldn't be able to be around the people that I am now. And it's only because of you guys. And so I am, I'm, I'm forever grateful for that. So I think I owe it to y'all to put out the best shows. And I mean this when I say this, if that means that I have to be super toxic or belittle people or put people down or air their dirty laundry, I don't want to do it. That works for some people. You can go listen to other shows and hear that all you want to. I want people to come here and I want you to be interested about the artist. I want you to be interested about the guest. I want you to invest in the artist or the guest. I want you to, by the time you get done 
listening to their story, I want you to be in love with them. Uh, you know, we've, we've got some good shows this week, and I want people to sit there, and I want you to think, would you rather hear happy shit, or would you rather hear just, I don't know, just fucking, just, ugh. you know? I mean, who, I don't, I, I get why people do it, and I don't have a problem with it. Like I said, it works for other people, and I'm proud of them for it working for them, but it's not me. I don't ever want to do that. And like even this week, we got Danny Collins tomorrow. We got Sam Grow, which we have a show with Sam Grow in Macon, Georgia, um, for Josh Terry's Honky Tonk Nights. Him and Chucky e. P. Um, September the twenty second. Who else I got this week? The fucking Reeves Brothers. If you don't know who the Reeves Brothers are and you like traditional country, go look them up right now. Like seriously, go go look them up. They're playing my birthday round. Oh, by the way. Uh, Shout out to Live Oaks, September the 13th from 2 to 6, the next uh, Raising Grace Rounds. And um, it's going to be a traditional country day, classic country day. Everybody's going to play me gangster shit like that. Like They can play one or two of their songs they want to, but I want it to be four hours of our favorite classic country songs, the shit you don't get to hear anywhere else in Nashville. I'm not knocking Broadway or anything like that. People go there to have a good time. But like I want to hear some Merle. I want to hear some Whitley. I want to hear some Waylon, some George Jones. I want to hear all the shit that nobody ever asked you to play, but we grew up and made us love that kind of shit. Like, that's why we love country music. And that's what I want for my birthday from all my friends that are coming to hang out that day. Um, but the last little bit of it is going to be the Reeves Brothers. And if you have not checked them out, you are fucking missing it. I'm talking about they are fire. I love these boys. Um... We got them on the show. Uh, I think even with our sponsors, you know, the sponsors don't want to hear toxic shit all the time. They don't want to hear stuff that's going to make them look associated with me bad. Like, I'm not trying to make any of them look bad. And airing out shit like that, it will really fuck you. Um, now, there's some shit that I will always do. Like, if somebody is just 100% in the wrong, somebody has just been an asshole, Somebody has really done something bad, then yeah, I'm gonna go ham. But you gotta pick your battles. You you know you can't make a mountain out of a molehill, especially not in this shit. Especially not like there are people that I want to do this show that I'm so close to having on. Um, you know I I told y'all before it's called like the one degree rule to me that I've come up with that. The rooms you want to be in and the people that you want to be around, the people you idolize or the people you want to have as guests on this show or whatever or work with, you know, if you can figure out a way that you're one degree away from them, then you should be happy. That should give you something to work towards. So, like, I got several friends that are, are close with Aaron Lewis. Aaron Lewis is a dream guest on this show. Um, you know, John Daly is a dream guest on the show, and I got – Friends that are real close with him. I got one little skinny is like his fucking son. Uh, you know, and that is where with me, I want those people. I want those people that can come sit around, have a couple drinks, and let's talk about their lives. And it'd be a good, interesting conversation for you guys to listen to. Now, don't worry. I'm always going to have shit shows and everything. But cutting out the toxic from your life will improve your relationship with the people that are good to you, it'll improve your work life, it'll improve your mental health, it improves everything. 
But until you take the time to cut out toxic, you're not going to know what it feels like. You're not going to understand how much better life can be if you don't like it. Give you an example. I've got friends that I'm always going to love. I've got people in this world that have been, had my back since day one that I'll never turn my back on. But I've got fair weather friends. I don't hear from them unless they want something. And even when you're around them, they don't make you feel at home like some people do anymore. And with me, I just have decided not to go around them anymore. It's not that I don't love them or care for them. It's just where, man, we want two different things in life. You know, you some people view what I do as a joke, and they don't realize how much hard work and time and dedication I put into it because they don't understand it. They don't understand the behind the scenes. They don't understand the relationships. They, they don't. Uh, recently, I took a buddy with me. Um, recently, I took a buddy with me uh, to Nashville, uh, who's on Big Brother right now. Shout out to Cam Harden. Uh, hope you're killing it, Bubba. And let me tell you, until he went to Nashville with me, until he went to Nashville with me, he had no idea what all I do up there. He had no idea about the relationships of the people I was around. He didn't know. And coming back, even he was like, shit. Like, this is where it's at. You are actually up here grinding, not just partying. And it's only because I've cut the toxic out of my life that that has happened. You know, it, it really sucked to have to even tell some people. I had a conversation with a dude yesterday that I've been friends with for a long time. And it wasn't really me cutting him out, but it was me building up boundaries. You know, if you're not going to cut someone out of your life because they're toxic, because you love them, make sure you set boundaries with them. That is what I'm doing more than ever now, is you know where you stand with me. If nothing else, and I thought everybody fucking knew that before, but it's definitely you have to know where you stand with me now. Or I don't want to deal with you. You know, there's you're, you're not taking advantage of me. You're not going to make me pissed off all the time or upset me. You're not going to only be there when it's convenient for you. I don't want fair weather people around me. And those fair weather people are toxic as shit. You know, how many of y'all have a friend that makes you feel bad about yourself, but yet you still try to please? Why? Why are we like that? You know, we don't have to be like that. I have had to get over that so much. Even with my, my, my grand, my papa's gone now. He's been gone for this Christmas to be two years. And let me tell you, there is nothing more in this world I would have loved for him to see than that Senate resolution that I've got from the state of Georgia for the show, right? For being top 1% and all that good shit. But... I was trying to please him so much, and I think he would have just been happier for me with me being happy. You know, there's other people in my life that it's like, oh, I want to do this so I can have this nana nana boo boo moment. Why? Why I'm, I don't want to be like that. I want to make myself happy. Whether you like what I do or you don't, I really don't give a shit anymore. I've got over the point, I've get, just got over it to where, you know what, I have to do me. 
and I know a lot of us post that stupid shit on social media or say it or whatever, but it's the fucking truth. You have to be you. You have to be unapologetically you. And anyone that gets in your way or tries to steal your happiness, you have to be like, you got to fucking go, bro. You got to. You're either providing my peace or you're taking away from it. And I'm just not cool with that no more. I'm, I don't want toxic people. I don't even have to be mean to people no more. If y'all were on my uh, TikTok live the other day, y'all saw me talking about this. But the person who 100% got me fired from country radio was the person I used to work with. And I ran into them with Gypsy the other day when I was eating. And they had the audacity to tell me, hey, uh, <laughs> I just want to say thank you because you made me make a, take a hard look in the mirror about myself and all this kind of shit and everything. And I even hugged them to start off with. And I said, what's up, fucker? Because, like, I am grateful I don't work there no more. I still have a vendetta. Don't get me wrong. I still get mad, and I still get on my pissy pants um, and everything. Like, I still get mad from time to time about that situation because there were so many lies and bullshit told about me that just, it could have hurt me going forward, but now knowing that it didn't, that chip kind of just isn't as bad as it used to be. But... I sat there and I thought about it and I let this person say what they wanted to. And it kind of ate me up that I didn't give them a piece of my mind. Even going down the road, I'm telling Gypsy as we're leaving, I'm like, man, I fucking wish I would have just tore her a new one. I wish I could have really in this restaurant publicly told this person what I thought. And then I thought about it a little bit more, and I came to peace with the fact that why did I need to? Why, why did I need to? I've always liked the saying, lines don't concern themselves with the opinions of sheep. And it's the truth. Like, why, do you, why would I need to be toxic in that situation? I could have walked out that door and not said anything and acknowledged that person, but they acknowledged me first. And... Me wanting to go at them was toxic. I shouldn't have had to. I shouldn't. My career, the people I'm around, everything I'm getting to do speaks for its damn self. I wanted to do it to prove a point. And me proving a point would have done nothing right there. Would have done nothing. And the only thing I really didn't like, to be honest, if you're ever, this goes to anybody listening, if you ever want to apologize to somebody... Don't wait three years until you see them in public. If somebody, if, if that person was being sincere when they said, oh, thank you for uh, making me take a good hard look at myself and calling me fake and all this kind of stuff, it really made me take a look at myself. No, it didn't. You, no, no, you wanted to play nice in public. If that was the case, then you would have said something before now. You would have definitely said something before now. I'm literally the easiest person to find in this area. I am on social media more than anybody else. Uh, I'm always on live or some bullshit. Everyone's got my phone number. I mean, it'd be extremely easy for you to find me if, you know. But you already still have my number. I ain't like my number changed. But I realized right then, I've cut this situation out of my life. 
I've cut the toxic out of my life to the point where I don't even feel to make a Facebook post about it. Am I talking about it now? Yes. But it's only, it's only because I, I'm just tired of feeling that way. I'm tired of letting toxic people turn me toxic or make me do toxic things when I know that's not the way I want to live. Um, hold on a sec. I can resend after. I'm going to leave this after I get done recording. Shit, recording this show. Um, but anyway, and by the way, for those who haven't looked up the Josh Terry podcast.com, I want to thank you to Miss Erica and Better Than Basic Consulting. Our website is fucking amazing. The Josh Terry podcast.com. We got three new shirts out. I'll tell you about those in a minute. Um, but you can, I mean, it's a whole badass website, even now, cause I get banned when I go live all the time for, you know, saying shit that people don't like, they've made it to where on this website, I can go live from there. So, uh, yeah, thank you to miss Erica. If y'all need a website or anything built, you need to check out miss Erica with better than basic, um, consulting. Uh, she's, I've got her tagged and all kind of shit on social media. You need to go look her up, but you know, me taking that toxic out of my life, it didn't make it to where I thought about that shit the rest of the day. You know, it didn't make it to where I was trying to come up with something to get at her. It didn't. It made me realize, dude, you're doing good, man. You know, this is just something else that you have to cut out. You maybe never even have to address it. If it wasn't for me throwing some toxic situations in right now to, to this show... I wouldn't be addressing it. I don't want you guys to have to live the way I've lived. I don't want y'all to have to obvious like for me, I almost had to be mad at somebody to do this job good. I almost had to have a chip on my shoulder, and I still do in certain ways. I think some of it's healthy, but the way I was doing it was completely unhealthy. I don't want it to be where I have to go with your head to be good at my fucking job. I don't. I want it to be where I can be a happy individual. I can cut you off if you're not helping me. Because all you're doing if you're not helping, you're hurting. You're either part of the solution or part of the problem. And there's just too many of us out there that just allow toxic people to get the best of us. And then they turn us toxic and make us do toxic shit. You know, somebody was telling me when I was having this conversation with them the other day, they were like, my ex was cheating on me, so I started cheating on them. Well, if your ex wasn't cheating on you and being ugly to you in the first place, by your logic, you would not have done the same thing to them. And there's no win in that. You know, there's no, there's no win in that situation. You're lowering yourself to somebody else. Why would you want to do that? Why wouldn't you just want to uplift people? Like, why wouldn't you want to make people laugh, make people smile, make people think? You know, that's a big one for me. Like, I want you guys to think. I don't ever want somebody just to do something because I say to do it or I tell you that I've done it or whatever. I I don't. I want you to figure out what is best for you and do it. And be unapologetic about it. Like, if you don't say what you think, 
then you kill your unborn self. That's a quote from uh, Jordan Peterson. If you don't live your life your way and be unapologetic about it and find your own happiness, then who's going to? Who, who's going to do that shit for you? No one. You're going to end up being what everybody else wants you to be, and you're going to be miserable. You don't want to be fucking miserable. You know, I think most of you are just like me in the way that you don't want to wait till too late in life to find yourself. If you have found something that you want to do or something you want to pursue or some career or something like that, why aren't you doing it? Because of the toxic people around you? Somebody recently told me uh, that they wrote music. They've been doing it their whole lives, but they've never shared that with anybody else besides me because the people around them wouldn't understand it and wouldn't and pick on them about it. Those are toxic people. The people that are supposed to be around you are supposed to be supportive. They're supposed to, even if you have a bad idea, they're supposed to tell you that you have a bad idea in a good way. You're not supposed to be belittled all the fucking time. Who wants to be belittled all the time? But we get into a routine to where it is normalized for us too to put up with shit like that. Why? We don't have to be that way. We allow ourselves to get mentally bullied by other people into thinking that their toxic behavior is okay. So since their toxic behavior is okay, we can do it too. You know? I know this is a lot, and this is probably not what y'all needed on a Tuesday morning, but this is what I wanted to do. Like, I have to be happy with myself. I said when I started this show, it was morals over money. And when I started making money off of it, I veered a little bit, not going to lie. But then you go around Mission 22. You go around Project K9 Hero. You go around Creative Vets. You go around all these people on social media that I'm friends with that help others and give back. You know, they're not being toxic. They're not taking away from other people. They're not putting others down to build themselves up. You know, if anything, they're uplifting anybody that falls. Um, I made this post the other day. I'm going to read it to you guys. It's really more about success, but it it could be about happiness too, I guess. Um, I just got to fucking find it. There it is. Okay, here you go. Earn your place in life and in every room you're in. Pay your dues. Don't take handouts. Don't turn yourself into clickbait just to get noticed. Don't burn bridges you may need to cross one day. Don't be scared to say, I'm sorry or I was wrong. Never act like a VIP. Don't put others down just so you can make a name for yourself. Treat everyone the way you want to be treated. Lift everyone up um, that you can. Show others grace when they fall. Do all these things and you'll have long-term success. I should have said success or happiness, to be honest with you. Um, It may take you longer to get there going this way, but this way has staying power. This way earns you respect. This way builds you a legacy and a good reputation. Put morals before money, and you'll always be successful and have peace. My peace is my fucking number one thing in my life. You know, growing sometimes means leaving people behind. And when that happens, man, let's... Let's go. Like, know that where you're at now isn't where you have to be. 
But it's the company you keep, it's the situations you allow yourself to be in that define if you're gonna if you're gonna stay there. Why would you want to stay in a miserable place in life? In a job, in a relationship, in whatever. Why would you want to do that? Honestly. I don't I don't understand it. Um, but also if you'd asked twenty seven year old me, I wouldn't have got it either. I would not have thought that you needed anything besides a good job and a family around you, and that that was good enough. You know, we all love our our, our family, especially our children. When you know, if you don't, then you have a problem. But there comes a time that you have to figure out what makes you happy, and you have to do it. I I think. And I guess this is probably just because I've been around musicians that are broke as fuck. Um, they're happier being broke and being able to play music and do what they love. They're happier than people I've seen that have got hundreds of thousand dollars in the bank, got a retirement waiting for them and all this other shit. They're not miserable. And when you think about it, you may never get to that retirement. You may never get to that 401k or whatever the fuck it's called. You may never get to any of that. So why aren't you doing what it takes to make yourself happy today? I understand taking care of your family. I get that. But why wouldn't you do other things to make yourself happy? And making yourself happy, number one thing is being on cutting out the toxic shit in your life. Cutting out the toxic people. Cutting out everyone that makes you think that you're crazy or makes you think the decisions that you make are wrong. That's not the way we're supposed to live. If you have anybody that is discouraging you from chasing your dreams today, ask, ask yourself why are they discouraging you. Ask you or yourself why they're putting, your da- putting you down. And more than likely it's because they're too scared to chase their own shit. Or they're scared you're going to succeed and leave them in behind. You know, that's not okay. That's definitely not okay. You should be rooting for the person or the people that you are around. You should be telling them, hey, look, if you want to pursue this, I got you back. Hold on, I got to get some Gatorade. Shout out to Powerade Zero. You don't give me no money or nothing. But as much as I drink this blue shit that y'all make with no sugar in it, you fucking ought to. But just just don't allow other people to make you toxic. Don't allow the joy that you get or the popularity that you get or I don't even know what all words to use here. The acknowledgement that you get be because you put someone else down. Stand on your own two feet and produce your own content. You're like, make it off your own merit. Be the reason why you succeed. Listen to that again. You be the reason why you succeed, not because of who you're attached to, not because of who you have around, not because of who you've put down. You be the reason why you succeed. And you'll have staying power. I, I hear from these artists all the time that have been in Nashville for 20, 30 years or, or longer, and they all 
tell you pretty much the same thing. You know, they had to make a choice at some point in time that they had to be themselves, write the things that they wanted to write, be around the people that they wanted to be around. And they just kept doing it their way until they succeeded. And <laughs> fuck, take Jelly Roll. Uh, I, I think I've told y'all a lot. I didn't used to listen to his music. He had like one album with Little White. Uh, it's got a song called Move Mountains on it. If you've never heard it, I absolutely love this song. But uh, he did things his way. Now, from, and I'm probably going to screw this up, but after listening to him on Rogan, you know, he, he started doing things different in the past couple years because. Uh, because of some other stuff in his life, God, other things, um, his relationship with his wife. Uh, shout out to that bad bitch, by the way. She is fucking awesome. If I'm ever going to recommend another podcast besides for Rogan or Two Bears, Bunnies is the shit. And I'm not saying that just because I want to be on it one day or have her on mine, but she she knows how to do it the right way. She really does, and I got a lot of respect for her for that. Um, but anyway, like... He is unapologetically him. And he looks happier now, which, I, like I said, I didn't follow him a lot back in the day, so I'm not going to try to say I was there since day one. But he looks so happy. He found happiness, and he kept grinding, being himself, until he did exactly what worked for him. You, got, you, got, you know why they call it 409, the spray bottle? Because they got the formula wrong 408 times. You can be yourself and you can keep grinding and you can keep pushing. And if you're going to succeed, succeed as you succeed as you, I just, I get, I get mad when I see people who, who don't realize how good they are at what they do. You know, if I'm going to tell y'all, if I was in my early twenties and I was a girl, I used to tell Kate Stinson this all the time. If I was Kate Stinson, I would be a millionaire by the time I'm 30. I didn't get started doing the social media shit till I was 27, 28 years old. Didn't work in radio till I was 30, 31. And didn't start my own studio till 2000 or to 2022 or shit, 2020. Um, so I'm behind the eight ball. And yet I'm still doing good, but I'm not veering from me. I'm being me. So, guys, cut the, cut the toxic out of your life and just be you. Succeed as you. You know, cut all the people that are hurting you, that are bringing you down, that are making you be somebody that you're not meant to be just because of popularity. Cut them the fuck out. If they're hurting you now, what do you think they're going to do in a couple of years? They're going to hurt you even more. You know, Biggie said it best, more money, more problems. And uh, I just got done watching that, by the way. If y'all haven't watched Unsolved on Netflix, please do. So good. Or City of Lies. Uh, I think it's on I think it's on Amazon Prime. Really good. I'm big into Tupac and Biggie's murders. But yeah, you... I'm telling you, guys... I'm only bringing this shit up to y'all, like I said, because this is healthy for me to say it out loud. But hopefully saying it out loud and being transparent with you will help you cut out a toxic relationship. And then in a month from now, you'll go back and say, man, shit, 
I cannot tell you how much better I feel. I was teaching Gracie yesterday. There was a little boy that was texting her yesterday, and little boy was what little boys do. You know, they're they're fucking assholes. I was an asshole one day. Or I still probably am most days. But little boy was like, yeah, I kind of like this other girl, but I like you, back and forth, all this kind of shit. And I told Gracie, I was like, look, Gracie, you are a beautiful little girl. You are going to be one of the baddest bitches. I do talk to her like that because I want her to feel like she's a bad bitch. I want her to be, have that kind of power. Like, Gracie, you're a bad bitch. You're going to be one of the most beautiful girls in your school, in this area, in this state, in this world. You're beautiful. If somebody's treating you like an option and they're being toxic to you, just tell them goodbye, say peace out, and don't go back. Don't go back. You don't have a loss when you do that. Either they're going to straighten the fuck up and act the way they're supposed to, or they're going to leave you alone and allow you to find your peace and your happiness. Draw a line in the sand. Set boundaries. Put people in their place. You know, not everybody is meant to come in your life to stay. A lot of people come in your life to teach you lessons. God sends people in our lives to teach us good and bad lessons. I'm hard-headed. He sent a lot of women to teach me what I don't want. I'll tell you that. Uh, But now I know exactly what I want. I know exactly what I have to deal with. But if it was not for me dealing with all those toxic women that I've been around, I would not be able to look at somebody now and say, this is exactly what the fuck I want. Exactly what I want. And I can be honest with them about it. It's like, look, I'm not the best person to casually date. And I know I've told you all that a lot on the show, but I am the best person ever you could date. Because there's nobody that's going to treat you better or be nicer to you or you're going to have more fun with than me if I really care about you. Now, if you're just a casual person, nah, I'm probably not the one. But that makes me toxic. So being around casual people makes me be casual. And then guess what happens? I'm fucking toxic. So let's not be toxic anymore, folks. Let's not. Let's cut the toxic out of our lives. Let's get rid of the negative things that bring us down, that make us overthink ourselves. Let's get rid of all of that shit. If you do that, you are going to be so much better off mentally, physically, financially, spiritually, everything. Don't be around people that make you second guess yourself. If you are, you're always going to struggle with your confidence, with your insecurities, with everything. Be around people that make you happy. I love going to Nashville and being around my friends there, not because I'm in Nashville, but because we all have the same mindset and we all uplift each other and we all support each other and none of us are negative towards the other one. If there's ever anybody negative, we usually cut them the fuck out. We run them the fuck off one way or another. And that's what we have to do. I'm not going to be around anyone anymore that steals my happiness. So if you don't take anything else away from this message today, Please, please, please go and have a long, hard look at yourself. Ask yourself first off, are you the toxic one? And then if you're not, ask yourself who's being toxic around you and hurting you. Who is hurting you today? 
Who, who is the reason why you're sad today? What is the reason why you are struggling mentally today? Is it because of a loved one? Is it because of someone who ought to have your back? Who is it because? And then once you figure it out, set boundaries with them. And if they don't want to set those boundaries and they don't like what you've got to say, cut them the fuck out. Cut them out and figure out what really makes you happy. Because that should be your goal in life. Not to be rich, not to be married, not to have kids. Your goal should be, I want to be happy. Because if you're happy first, all those other things are just going to be 10 times better. If you're miserable, all those things you're just going to be toxic to. And you're going to make each one of those situations worse. So make yourself happy starting today. All right, before I get off here, once again, I want to thank you uh, to Miss Erica at Better Than Basic uh, Consulting. Our new website is thejoshterrypodcast.com. Please go order some of our new merch. I've got to do some lives and stuff to really promote it. We haven't sold really anything. We didn't drop it till Friday night. It was a holiday weekend, so I didn't figure we would. Um, anyway, we've got two on there that just say the Josh Terry Podcast that are really cool with the Raising Grace logo on the back of the neck. But I want to tell you about these other two real quick. One says Raising Hell. It's got a thick white line and then Amazing Grace underneath it. If you don't know what the studio stands for and what I stand for, uh, well, one is Raising Gracie. Y'all all get to see me raise her on a daily basis. But it also stands for somewhere between Raising Hell and Amazing Grace. You know, we all can have a good time. We can get a little loud sometimes. But we also love the good Lord around here. And without him, none of this shit would be possible. So... Thank you to the good Lord, and thank y'all to y'all. So y'all, please, Raising Grace, or Raising Hell, Amazing Grace, go order that one now. And then, this is my favorite one. If you've ever seen the picture of me on uh, <laughs> Instagram or whatever with a tattoo on my butt cheek, it's WWGJD. What would George Jones do? Um, this comes from something that I came up with probably at the beginning of last year. We were at a uh, Airbnb, and this is before we got to do shows at Live Oak. We used to have all these artists come over and record at a Airbnb uh, till early in the morning. Like we would start late at night and go several, several hours. They were really, really good. Uh, and one of the times we were there, and we were close to George Jones's grave, so we talked about George Jones a lot that day, like a lot, a lot. And when we got done. Uh, it was like 5 o'clock in the morning. This Airbnb was weird. Like, you had to be checked out by like 9 a.m. So I had kind of drank myself sober, if any of y'all had already been there. Um, by the way, disclaimer, do not do what I'm about to tell y'all to do. It's not, it's not safe. It was not safe for me to do it. But I packed up all my shit because I knew I wasn't going to be able to go to sleep. Probably too much Adderall and whiskey. So I was like, I'm just going to drive home. If I go ahead and drive home now, I can be home by 10, 11 o'clock. I can sleep all day. Drank myself sober, remember? So, as I was making the decision, I was like, what would George Jones do right now? And George Jones would have drove home. So, I did. Uh, not my best decision in life, but, hey, I got here. And thank you to the good Lord for getting me here. So, that shirt is available. The WWGJD. If you don't want to get a tattoo on your hip and ass like me and Macy did, you can go get the shirt. And you can still match us. 
Uh, also, the website lists all of our sponsors. Um, I think we've got to upload one or two more. Uh, we are still looking for a sponsor or two for the month of, um, of September. Uh, it is my birthday month. We have a lot of shit going on. Shout out to Ray's Rowdy for taking us down and uh, us being able to host some shows and everything at Florabama uh, next weekend. Yeah, shit, that is next weekend. Um, shout out to Live Oak for letting me have uh, another Riders round there. Um, last month was insane. If I haven't talked to y'all about it yet, it is just fucking, it was huge. Next couple months are going to be huge for us. Um, our November the 8th one is a monster. I'm just going to tell you, if you don't have plans the week of November the 8th, go ahead and book your room in Nashville because that Riders round is going to be legendary. It's from 5 to 11 at night. Um, and it'll be just as big, if not bigger, than the one we just had in August. Um, but, yeah, you guys, once again, just thank y'all. And, look, cut out the toxic. Cut out the toxic in your life. Make yourself happy. Don't let anybody steal your happiness. Starting today, figure out what makes you happy and start living for it. You know, start doing what you need to do to say, I was a happy person on my deathbed. I lived a happy life. A lot of it I had to be miserable because I didn't know no better. But then some ball-headed bastard told me at some point in time, it was time to start making myself happy. So make yourself happy today. And while you're doing that, go check out the joshterrypodcast.com and order some merch. And I just want to thank each and every one of y'all again from the bottom of my heart. I love y'all. Don't be the toxic fucking person. Be the happy person. Just radiate happiness. Make people happy when they're around you. Be that person and do it today. Start it today. I love y'all. Thank y'all for listening to the Josh Terry Podcast. I will holler at y'all later.